Hi, and welcome to another conversation beyond the pew. And I have got Jen and Josh with me this day. And we are contemplating something that got talked about a little bit on Sunday, but also around Theology Pub. It's about life circumstances and the obstacles that we face. And so we're going to discuss a little bit about those things that we face and how do we actually deal with them? Because my guess is that anybody listening at this moment, you have experienced some circumstances where either you are on cloud nine or you are in the depths of despair and everything in between, and you're just, get me out of this. And so how do we begin to think of navigating those circumstances well with, with things that all of us you know, this is what happens in a day. So, welcome. Thank you for having us back. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm kind of curious, what are some of the circumstances that you all have found challenging? Uh, maybe even recently, maybe in the last year or so. Well, um, maybe a new challenge that comes up at work, maybe that you're not acclimated with. Ah. Of course, uh, you know, that does come with a little bit of training. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some people might be in a situation where they say, well, maybe training isn't exactly enough. And mm-hmm. uh, if you do come across a situation like that, uh, the first response for me would to either um, A, reach out to my supervisor and say, hey, I might need some guidance here on a certain thing. Yeah. Or uh, reaching out to a coworker um, to try and help you through it. Um, in which case I've done both because uh, my position that I'm in you know, mm-hmm. uh, involves a lot of different things and uh, overseeing a lot of things. And so uh, that's usually what I'll do yeah. uh, if I'm in a situation like that. You know, Josh, you hit on a couple of things that I think are really important there. Mm-hmm. One is job-wise, when you need extra training and to be okay with that, like to set your ego aside and be like, yeah, who do I need to go to? Yeah. Help me learn, help me be better. And how important that is when we're navigating circumstances that we may not have the answer yet, that we need to navigate it well. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to reach out, I think, is really a great practice. Yeah, because not only does that make, you know, yourself look better, but it's like, you don't want to risk doing something wrong and then, right. for example, getting in trouble for it. Right. Be like, oh, no, now you're fired. <laughs> you know, and I've always said that, like, on my first day at a job, I'll be like, if you don't like the way I'm doing something or it needs to be done different, just tell me. Don't mm-hmm. beat around the bush. Don't, no, no, just come out and tell me. I will not take offense to it. I'm here to learn. Right, mm-hmm. right. That we just, we don't always have all the answers and how good that is to be able to admit that and how freeing it is, right? Because if you don't want to admit it, then you're like holding on to it and it just kind of builds and gnaws at you. Yes, yes. What are some of the other things that you found challenging, even just dealing with, say, things that you hear out and about community, news-wise, how do you deal with those things that maybe you're not directly involved in, but you're kind of on the outside of? I think having people to turn to to talk to is, mm-hmm. is big. The support and somebody that will not just stroke your ego, that will yeah. will say to you point blank or you know real deep down, you know maybe you shouldn't have 
done that that way. Yeah. You know, instead of just, oh, well, those people are stupid. No, mm-hmm. actually telling you, you know, you need to work on that or, or you know, they maybe you shouldn't have said that. It, to find somebody that helps you with that is very, uh, that's freeing, like you said, because yeah. then you know you have somebody you can truly rely on and trust. Yeah. And it will help you grow. Not just a yes person. Yes. And that ties right into the family and friends aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure we've all had situations where maybe we have considered that or even done so. Um, I know I, I have on quite a few occasions for certain things, and um, they can help you through, you know, depending on what the situation is, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But, well, and that you even have different people you go to for different things, mm-hmm. that it's not necessarily one person you rely upon for everything. Going back to not one person has all of the answers, and so how do we diversify who we're listening to and who we counsel with yeah my husband and myself we have a thing where we'll say um do you want solution or support oh nice so if i come to him and i'm just going off about a situation and i'm just venting yeah i don't really care if there's a solution yeah do you want solution or support well i just want support right now nice and then that way it doesn't get the cross communication if you're just looking for support and he's like trying to offer you a solution because uh, marital or in relationships like that can cause um, arguments that can cause friction. Mm-hmm. And so to even just be able to say this is like the way we're going to communicate up front. Yeah. And if, if it comes to the if you want a solution, it's like there's no I don't want to say yelling or arguing. It's like, well, let's figure this out. Yeah. And the solution always is it's raw feedback. Right. The solution is you were wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you might think you're right, but you were actually wrong. Yeah. And when you, when your mindset knows that you're not looking for the support, the solution, you're not automatically going to get, like, upset. I mean, you'll get a little upset. But right, right, <laughs> right. But, it's but it's not, not like, like going to devolve. He doesn't love me anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think it, too, you know, if, if you've known a person long enough and, say, for example, you've talked to him about a specific topic mm-hmm. uh, before, um, that might make you feel more comfortable knowing that, hey, I've talked to this person about this topic. Absolutely. Um, and um, even praying over a, a certain situation, mm-hmm. um, I think, is a, a positive thing there, too. Yeah, that conversation with God yep. and being open to listening. Because who knows who God's going to send right into your life to help you with that. I think too many people close off to that, mm. that opening up of yeah, you, it's a one-way conversation. People think it's just a one-way conversation. Right, or like the genie in the bottle. Genie in the bottle, yep. Yeah. And yeah, I think to being open to, you know, a solution that you might not expect. Yeah. yeah. Life's unexpected moments there. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing that I think about with the circumstances is when you see something that you don't like. Like you're... You're watching the news. I'm thinking of recently uh, Michigan has had the the shootings at Michigan State. And then yesterday the, the shooting in Nashville in an area I am very familiar with. And the heartbreak of that. And this has been going on for years. Just growing up in the 90s, right? It's, uh, there's Columbine. There, there's many tragic things and so you see these circumstances and you feel so helpless and to think about when we are in that kind of state of mind where we see a circumstance it bothers us and we want to respond Mm 
how do you kind of begin to think through that? Um, for myself, I try not to become desensitized. Mm. So, um, Kara, I know we're the same age, so we lived through Columbine in right. high school. So back then, it, you know, I want to say it's all new, but if you watch it today, it it's almost like we're almost desensitized to it because it's right. happened so much. So in my mind, you can't think that way. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, look for your support. You have to look for somebody to talk to. Um, it's difficult sometimes because people yeah. don't understand. Like myself, uh, with the Michigan State one, hit close to home because I have a college student. Right. So to find another parent another mama mm-hmm. to talk to that's how I dealt with it um, and I and, and I also spoke with my daughter with it and she helped me and I helped her because right. I didn't know what she was feeling mm-hmm she yeah. had, you know so I'm like what do you need what can I do for you so to have that open communication with people and I know I always keep saying to have the support of other people but it really is helpful because you right. see people that get pulled down who does not have the support and to talk to somebody and you see it just consume them right well, and I certainly think it's important to stay informed uh, for events like this. Um, somebody that I am close to was, um, you know, at MSU mm-hmm. when that particular shooting happened. Right. Uh, fortunately, they're okay, but uh, they were around the area when it happened. And, um, you know, I certainly do feel for those that have been through it. Right. Um, you know, it's a, it's a serious matter obviously mm-hmm. and um, you know it's when I see stuff like this I, I try to you know keep in, informed about it just to see you know what you're seeing mm-hmm. I try not to watch it all the time though because that can just really drag you down when you keep seeing events like that over and over on the TV right and um, you know but uh, all the same it uh, it's a, a serious thing that I think uh, Tragic, really. I mean, that's the word. It is. It's certainly tragic. And I think for those of us uh, on the kind of perimeter of it, it may hit close to home, but it's not exactly. And it's kind of like you almost feel helpless. Like, how how do you do? And, And then you've got people that argue, well, you should respond this way and you should respond that way. And with this current circumstance, I did some reflection on that and thinking through, you know what? If you think that with that particular circumstance, with what's happened in Nashville, with what happened at MSU and all over the country, if you think that this is a mental health crisis, then what organization are you partnering with to help address that? If you think it is a parental problem, then what organization are you partnering with to help in that matter. So to begin to actually think about how you come at that issue or what you think should be doing, because so often we think, well, somebody else should should take it on. Well, if you think there's a particular way forward in it, why not participate with others who are trying to do the good instead of just blaming, well, they should have done, this should have been, but instead beginning to think of a helping. And so I think about that with obstacles of how many obstacles we kind of sit with and go, who are we blaming or we're pointing fingers when maybe in the circumstance we find ourselves facing that instead, well, how can I help? Yes. 
in, in where I'm passionate about it? How can I help create something new? Who can I partner with that's already working in this realm? Yeah. Well, and especially when it comes to topics like that, you know, it's like if someone wants to talk about a situation like that or they say, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm really feeling down, um, I'm not feeling well, I need to talk about this. Um, I'm just going to, you know, basically tell them, you know, how can I help you get through it? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to be brash or turn it into a political debate because, you know, that's just going to start arguments. Right. But it's like, you know, um, you just want to really get to, you know, how are you feeling and how can I help? Right. Yeah. Uh, the support, you know, like you said, you know, instead of just talking about it or keyboard warriors, as they call them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, 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 where can you help? Like, even if it's not even to help, I want to say help the situation, but help the aftermath. Right. Like I, all those pe- people there that took their, their dogs up there or their animals for support or just gave hugs, went up to like MSU. I saw a ton of, I wanted to do it. I, I couldn't, but I was like, just to go hug people. Right. You know, it, so it might not be necessarily getting involved with something, but doing something on your own. Mm-hmm. What can you do personally? Yeah. You, you're so far away from it, right. but there might be somebody next door to you that, you know, is really struggling with it. So yeah. it might not be too far away as you think it is. You know, and it, it gets that sense that we do have moves that we can make, that even small ones. And there's a, a book I've been referring to. Uh, it's called uh, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And he's got some great quotes in there. And just to go along with what we're talking about, there's this one. There is always a counter move, always an escape or a way through. So there is no reason to get worked up because that sense of, well, what can I do even in the smallest of ways, moving and being. So with the different challenges or circumstances that come, what are some things that you've learned that you think, man, I wish I had known that sooner. To walk away, to step away, to take a step back before mm. you react. Mm. That's I. I wish I'd have done that my whole life because yeah, the once one person reacts and it just goes back and forth. It ex, it escalates so high that it's you think there's no, not a solution or you might lose something. Yeah, that was important. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to agree with Jen on that one because, you know, it's like um, there's maybe times where, for example, you're so focused on something mm-hmm. that, you know, it just consumes you and you don't realize, wow, you know, a whole year went by and, you know, it felt like maybe a month or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, especially for those that, you know, they're, they're real dedicated to their jobs and all that. And then they realize, well, hey, I didn't use much of my, like, vacation time or something this year. This year. And they kind of just let life pass them by. But, mm. um, you know, it's like, uh, but that's, that's one thing I, I'd have to agree on. Well, and, and those things kind of go with uh, another quote I had come across with Ryan Holiday's book about what we can and cannot control and do we let stuff pass us by or not and so he says this in its own way the most harmful dragon we chase is the one that makes us think we can change things that are simply not ours to change 
Focusing exclusively on what is in our power magnifies and enhances our power. But every ounce of energy directed at things we can't actually influence is wasted, self-indulgent, and self-destructive. That's a powerful quote. It is. Very. Yeah. I may put that one in the show notes because that, just reading that over again, I'm like, maybe I need to plaster that on my wall. It, it, I mean, because everyone seems to get involved with everybody's business now. And mm-hmm. everybody has an opinion mm-hmm. of the way things should be done, said, everything. And over the past year, I mean, I've, I'll admit, I tried to change some big things that I wasn't mine to change. Mm. You know, I, it's mine to speak on, but not mine to actually change. Yeah. So... You know, once I realized that, you know, my blood pressure is not high anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> once I realized, guess what? If it fails, it's not my fault. Right. You know, it'll all be upset, but it's not mine to say it was a success or a failure either. Right. What I might see as a failure is there. It's it's actually a success by them. So that's yeah. I've learned. I've I've lived some of that this past year. <laughs> Well, there's been times, you know, inspirational quotes like that. Um, mm-hmm. If if you're not having a good day or, you know, things just aren't going right, uh, there's been days where I've done the same. I've uh, tried to keep positive or you might pull up something like that, you know, inspirational quotes, uh, read a book maybe. Um, I've mentioned this before too, you know, uh, clearing your head, you know, walking, uh, taking a drive, etc. Stuff like that can can really make a person stay. It can turn them around. Absolutely. And to keep that perspective, like to keep the perspective that I can change the course of this day, whether that is through, you know what, I'm going to get up and go walk outside. You know what, I need to let something go. It's kind of an interesting thing to take the power back where we can on the things we can control. So how do you deal with other people trying to bring you into their circumstances, right? Like you're on the outside and like you feel like you're kind of getting dragged into. How have you kind of dealt with that? I, I, this Taking a step back has really helped because it, you know, I might, I'll get sucked in. I get sucked in easily. <laughs> so to take the step back and assess a situation and see, is it really worth the response I was going to give? Mm. Is it really going to change anything or is it just going to suck me in and I'll be in a bad mood and I'll be yelling? Is it really worth it? <laughs> right. And then it impacts everybody around and you. Everybody yeah. around you is yelling at each other and upset and it's just ruined the whole day, you know? Right. So yeah, we really, we're the ones that determine if we're having a good day or a bad day. Mm-hmm. So, and I always try to find a positive in a situation. I always, even if it's a horrible situation, there is some positivity in something. And right. We might not know right away what it is, but that I try to walk away and find the positivity in the situation. Mm. Absolutely, I think that's very important in that case. And you know, when it comes to you know other people's like situations too, if you feel like you're getting dragged into it, one thing I've kind of thought of too is well, you, you probably don't want to be like too intrusive, you know, right? In this situation, <laughs> right? So it's like that. That's one thing I've I've always thought of when it comes to situations like that right and to be able to draw boundaries of saying i appreciate this conversation so glad but right i'm not sure i could be helpful in this 
of or saying, you know, this isn't an appropriate conversation at this moment. Yeah. All kinds of ways to begin to say, wait up, hold. I don't need to be dragged into this because I can't change anything. Yeah. And you're just kind of wanting to spout off. It goes to that whole, are you wanting support? Are you wanting me to solve? Or are you just using me? I think that that's something important to be able to recognize in circumstances. Is somebody just using me because they want to spread their negativity? Yeah. And nobody, nobody, oh, nobody wants to be used in that case. Because, no. You know, it, it's, it, I don't know a single person that has probably said that they felt good being used in a situation. But, you know, it's like depending on the situation anyway. Right. But most uh, situations, I think, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where right. it just doesn't feel good. But it, yeah. but it happens more than you realize. Of, right. You know, you need the support. Well, they're not there for you, but yeah. you've sat there for weeks listening to them and you need them one time. And no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The sense of mutuality. Yep. Yeah. Well, and the, the whole intrusive thing too. I mean, that, that was, you know, when I think of situations like that, too, if you're too intrusive, then that can maybe go a direction that's you might not like. Right. <laughs> or the other person might not like, and then you got a whole other situation to deal with. <laughs> right. That one goes back to, like, when you're a kid, and if you've got a sibling or something like that, and you can pick on your sibling, but somebody else picks on your sibling, that now we're getting into a whole different conversation, right? Like, they're it's kind of you're getting dragged into something else and it's going to get bigger than what it needs to be. I was an only child, so I can't speak on that. <laughs> no, no, but you have a couple of kids. Oh, yeah, right? but I got kids, so I get it. No, no, no. <laughs> so what other pieces of wisdom before we go would you want people to hold on to in thinking through how can I get through this, whatever it is? that there's some hope out there. I think you control how you react to things. It's, mm-hmm. it's big. Like you, you don't have to get sucked in. You don't have to be angry at that. Yeah. Um, so you control how your day is going to be. Mm-hmm. And some people might say, well, no, I got a lot of work. No, well, you know what? Look for the positivity in it. You mm-hmm. have a job. Yeah. You know, that's one big positivity. And um, sometimes, like I say to people that, you know, the biggest accomplishment you had today was just waking up. And that's enough sometimes. Right. That's okay. If that's all you did today, that's good enough. So right. that's, you don't live by other people's standards. Mm. You have to set your own, which sometimes are even worse than other people's, <laughs> but right. healthy standards. Well, and that goes along with like persistence. Like mm-hmm. you've got to persist, which is not easy. It's, it's the harder route. Uh, another great quote. By Ryan Holiday, persist in your efforts, resist giving in to distraction, discouragement, or disorder, which is exactly what you're talking about yeah. there. It's, it's easier said than done. Right. But if you can accomplish that even a little bit, it it your mental health will thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm probably I hope I get this quote right because this was from the rock oh, this was from uh, one of the Rocky films and uh, said something like you know, life isn't always sunshine and roses. We all go on our own paths. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be sunshine. There's going to be storms. Um, and uh, But know that through those conditions, 
that there are people to talk to that will talk to you. And uh, you can also rely on God for, you know, prayers, anything, you know, that, mm -hmm. that you need in your life yeah. to help you get through it. But, well, and since we're getting close to Easter, that sense of what does resurrection encompass? Mm -hmm. It encompasses so much about when we're having those moments where we are, it's, we think it's over. And there's always an opportunity for resurrection because the resurrection is that God cannot die, that love cannot die. And somehow love will survive. Yeah. We just have to kind of notice it. The sun will come up tomorrow. Right. Maybe. It will. Mm -hmm. if, if we're going to pay attention, it, it really will. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for another conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, and to all those listening, I hope you found something that inspired you, that gives you a little bit of hope and helps you in whatever circumstances you may find yourself. Have a good one.